We are back. Welcome to Shay's Pretty Skinny. I'm Shay, and we're doing everything but keeping it cute over here, okay? Just catching up with young, famous, and African. If you haven't had a chance to check that show out, they're going to be having a new season coming up. Um, I believe it's summer 2023, so you want to go ahead and catch up on all the tea that you can right now. And trust me, I'm on episode 6, and it is definitely heated, 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 heated. I mean, it started smoking a couple of episodes back, but now we're really getting into the nitty-gritty, okay? People are turning on each other. I mean, everybody's in their feelings, and you know what happens when you don't take control of your emotions. Things just blow up and out of control. People start pointing fingers, and we definitely get outside of ourselves. Isn't that the truth? That's why balance of emotions is so important because it's so easy to point the finger at someone. And then the attachment to the anger, the attachment to how you might be feeling inside and those convictions, it just causes everything to stir up into this big cloud of smoke. And when there's a big cloud of smoke, somebody's going to get choked out, okay? But let me tell you. So, Zari, the boss lady has invited everyone to um, a train, right? To go on a trip on a train, and it's this exclusively expensive train, and it goes to a very nice place. So regardless of whatever drama has been happening, she invited everyone, and I thought that was a cool deal. So from her perspective, it appears that she's actually coming, like, you know, she has a fresh new start with everyone, and she would like everyone to be on the train. And although I thought the apologies were debatable, you know, whether they were sincere or not sincere, it seems as though she took Annie's apology to be sincere and a fresh new start, so Annie also receives an invitation. Now, Nadia was gone most of the the interactions, and, you know, everyone kind of, like, getting this feeling of drama while Zaria was around. She was out of town for most of the time, but she did catch an earful. So she ends up not being on the train because as she disclosed to, um, oh my gosh, why did I just lose my thought right then? Andalay, she's talking to Andalay because he's unable to attend as well. And we're going to touch on that in just a moment. And they're talking and she just explains how she understands that she and Zari are not friends. And she just feels like Zari brings the energy of drama. Therefore, she was not going to accept or go on to the train. And I definitely feel that. Like, although I can be in professional areas or common areas with individuals, like we have mutual friends and perhaps one of their friends, you know, I don't get along with them. That's not a problem for me. I could definitely move in the circle. But if this is something that's an intimate friend trip, I'm probably not going to tag along because I'm not a friend to that individual, you know? I wouldn't even do it just to have the experience of going on the trip or going somewhere that I've never been before. Just not my style. Because at the end of the day, if you're not feeling the vibe when you're not in close quarters, you're not going to start feeling the vibe all of a sudden because you're in this beautiful place that you want it to be in most likely the vibe is going to be off and you're not going to have an ultimate experience that you had originally thought of. So why do it with a person that, you know, the vibes are not there together. So I thought that was a good deal. But with Andalay, it was a different reason. Zari ends up going to his place and he thinks it's because Zari's all into him. 
And at first I'm thinking, not true, you know, he's just kind of blowing it up. But once they pan to Zari's face when he has to decline the invitation because he already has family plans, I'm not sure. She was looking quite disappointed. Like she really expected him to be there. Now, whether that was just in a supportive friend way or if that was in a way of getting to know him better and being in these close quarters, I'm really not sure. I'm not the third party in that triangle, okay? But anyway, they get on the train and um, Annie ends up not showing up at first. Annie ends up stopping the train at a different location and then she gets on. At the moment that that happens, Zari is trying to give a speech. And I wouldn't necessarily call it a speech. I think it was a moment when she just wanted to thank everyone for um, accepting her invite. She is the newest member invited into the group, okay? And there has been some friction, you know, surrounding a couple of the individuals in the group. So I think she just wanted to say, and that's just my perspective because I'm not her, but had I been on that train and when I saw the scene, I was just taking it as her, you know, saying thank you for the invite, you know, and how she wanted to just kind of splurge on everybody, get everyone together, and really hash out any problems if there were any problems and just enjoy their time moving forward. Um, What happens is though, even before Annie gets on that train, there's like a little bit of eh, nose up, you know what I mean? With um, Connie, like it seems like she's not really feeling it and I'm not sure why. But once Annie gets on the train, that vibe gets turned up 13 notches, okay? She definitely turns up that toot and the the, um, attitude of disinterest a little bit more when Annie gets on the train and then there's kind of like this bond and vibe of, ah, there she goes again between Kanye and Annie. And Zari wants to call it out right then and there, but everybody kind of just like smooths it over like nothing's happening. And everyone in the room is feeling like a little bit of the energy that's going on. But what's really happening is Annie did not want to be on that train. And so I think that she should have just stayed home. Now, whether her stopping that train, because Zari asked, how did you get on the train? And um, Annie says, you know, money talks, like money rules the world. So for everyone, well, not everyone, because it's really Kanye that was accusing Zari of like having this attitude that she's better than everyone or she has more money than everyone. But really, when Annie said that to me, that felt like, you know, making a power move or saying, you know, I have money or I have money, too. And I don't think that was the trip was all about that. Perhaps it was. I'm the outsider looking in. But I really didn't feel it was taking that energy until that happened with Annie. Now, somehow Zari gained um, the nickname Boss Lady. And that's just the name that she carries around. Like someone carries around the diva name or something of that sort when they're in the industry. Usually it's a name that is given to you, not one that you've you know given to yourself. But sometimes that does happen. Whether people are feeling... I don't know, is jealous the word? (laughs) Whether they're feeling that energy or not, I'm not really sure what's going on because the whole trip just turns into the situation where um, the group seems to be divided. There's a lot of heightened energy, right? And it really comes a lot from Swanky. 
So here Zari is, quote unquote, the outsider, the newest member of the group, right? So even if she does relate to anyone in the group more than anyone else, I guess it's going to feel like she's separating them only because it appears the rest of them have longed each other much longer, right? But my confusion is Kanye is the, Kanye is the one who brought her into the group. So I think she brought her in the group thinking there would be some type of weird energy between she and Nadia because she's the one who encouraged the relationship between Nadia and Diamond. And then she's also the one who invited Zari into the group. So I think she intended for there to be a whole bunch of mess between Nadia and Zari, but Nadia definitely did not want to deal with the energy. And she definitely said that she didn't want to be in competition with Zari, right? Now, even though Connie and Annie had their own situation, they did talk it out in the privacy of one of their homes. I believe she had gone to where Annie was living. And so Connie makes a comment saying that um, Zari is pretty much causing problems with the group. Like she's trying to rally individuals up to gang up on each other. And that's where Connie has a problem with it. Like, you know, they don't have a problem having conflicts, but they're saying they usually keep those conflicts just between those individuals who are involved. They don't go to each other saying, hey, did you know such and such did this? You know, the whole mean girl complex. And I can see where that's happening because when Annie and Zari were at the lunch together and they got into it and started calling each other a bitch, Zari definitely got on the phone immediately and informed Kanye of what was going on. So I don't know if she was looking for some emotional support, some insight. I'm not sure about that. So when I look at it in that dynamic, then I can definitely see where that accusation can come from. But as far as her flaunting money, I don't think she flaunts money more than any of the others. All of them flaunt money because they have it, right? And they're entitled to spend it. So I'm not sure why she's being accused of that. In the moment of the train, it just feels like um, everyone starts to gang up on Zari and say that she's the problem of the group. Now, where it starts to get a little bit uh, sticky is when Zari starts saying like, you guys basically saying you're intimidated by me. And I think that definitely came off wrong. It definitely amped the energy up a little bit. And um, some, I mean, people are yelling and screaming. So you could totally see the vibe of this friendship change. I'm not really sure where that is coming from. Do each of them have the right to be in the energy of I'm the shit nobody can touch me yes because each of them are the shit like if you see how they come through I mean I don't really feel naked um outfits but I mean he definitely bringing his own energy um he's a boss man in his own right like everyone is doing the damn thing in their own industry and so yeah I think each of them have the right you know to to feel fresh and clean so fresh so clean you know what I'm saying but I guess the competitiveness, and I didn't really see that dynamic in the group, but Kanye's definitely saying, and Swanky comes on to it as well, saying there's some type of um, competitiveness that's um, being initiated in the group by Zari. So at this moment, I'm not sure if they're trying to throw Mama from the train or what, and that's really a reference to an American movie. So 
I definitely don't want any harm to be caused to anyone or by anyone, okay? But right now, it's looking like she's not going to be invited to the party. Like, I already knew that she wouldn't be invited to Annie's wedding or whatever because Annie, she's not going to let it go. She's a very emotional person, a super emotional person. She's going to hold on to those emotions, and she definitely holds a grudge. I mean, it's so funny because no one, like, no one has gotten onto Annie as hard as they've gotten on to Zari. And Annie's been, like, very oppositional about how she feels about individuals. So I'm not sure why she gets a pass and Zari doesn't get a pass for speaking her mind and having an opinion. That's very weird to me. I'm not sure there. And the one thing that was really trippy because... I love Annie in like her short hair. I hate when she puts the wigs on. I don't know. To me, it's just not her best look. But who am I to say? You know what I mean? Whatever you feel good in, do your thing. But I feel like all of her femininity, all of her boss bitchness comes when she has her regular hair that's cut short. Um, I love all the outfits, um, all the hats, except for the American like baseball cap. I do not like that look on her. <laughs> I do not like the long wigs on her. I do not like it. But again, you know, she's feeling it. So do your thing, mama. But when she says you have fake hair, you have fake this, as if they all have not been wearing fake hair. I mean, but I don't know if anyone didn't catch it. But I mean, Connie was at the dinner when they were outside with her green wig on and her braids were showing, okay? So I mean, that was not her real hair, yet you don't give that type of energy to any of the other ladies. And what does fake hair or fake anything have to do with anyone feeling like they're a boss bitch in every right? Like, I don't really get that. It's so crazy, this whole quote-unquote boss bitch energy. I don't know if that's supposed to mean that you feel better than everyone else or you just feel good about the accomplishments that you've made. So I think that really depends on the person and what that means to everyone. Like usually when someone says that and they're saying they're a boss bitch, I take it as they've definitely conquered a lot of things. They've definitely met a lot of their goals in their life and they're feeling accomplished. Whether that means you're stepping on other people's egos, statuses or whatnot, I'm not sure if it all if that comes with the territory. But in this case, it's definitely what everybody is throwing around. So I just don't know if this is gonna send Zari running into the arms of Andale. Like it could be a score for him because right now she doesn't have any allies in the group except him. Like he's the only one who sees her as vulnerable, as someone who may be loving and kind. Like he's the only one kind of presenting that side of her. But what's really sucky about that is she's somebody else's ex-girl. Like she's a baby mama to his homeboy. And I guess with bro code, that's off limits, especially because perhaps it could be weird to be raising your homeboy's kids, right? Because she has kids with him. So that would be weird. But then at the same time, if that's your homeboy, would you not take care of his kids? <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. 
at the end of the day, it would cause some people to be in their feelings. And I do understand that. So it's too close to home, definitely breaking the bro code. But they seem to have a connection that shows sorry in a different light that what everyone else is showing. Because everyone else is showing her as the jealous, messy girl or the lonely girl who doesn't have everything that she wants. So she's picking at everybody else. And I definitely could see where that was happening out there at the rooftop when she called um, Tubaba over and I think that's where everything really started to fall apart and it seems like to me these people are about relationships are about um friendships you know actually having this connection and keeping a vibe and whether they have conflict or not they have love down to the core right they're going to be supportive still I think that if they're still mad, they're going to figure out a way to to smooth those things over so that they can ultimately support each other. I have not seen one time when there was an argument and they actually didn't meet. So that's true what Kanye's saying because she and Naked met up and talked about their issues. So they definitely hash out whatever problems they have with each other. Where this is going, I'm not sure because it looks like right now that somebody might get beat up on the train. However... They seem real classy rather than trashy. So I got a feeling nobody's going to be throwing hands, but somebody's definitely going to get kicked out of the group. And let's see who that's going to be.